0: and welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates, and that's it. We know everybody not-so-secretly
1: ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour
0: each week right here in our living room and
1: see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person?
0: Yeah, what is dating if not, I don't know, being hungry for night cheese? So let's do this.
2: But we're not dating at all.
1: Okay. I want my bangs to not have a split in them. Uh-huh. Do they have a split in them? Yes. Not just the middle one is fine. Yep.
0: No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yes, they do. They do. do. Which
1: side? My left.
0: So my right. Your- okay. So this one?
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Bang
0: split. Also, one of your bangs from that side is, has entered the property of the other. Rude. Yeah.
1: I want separate but equal. <laughs>
0: separate but equal. <laughs> uh, it, you put a bang split back.
1: I did? Yeah. No, not the middle one. No.
0: Uh, you you had pushed them and they were good. And then you and like, then I readjusted. And then right here right is a little there. bit splitty. Every time you push it to the front, (laughs) it's gonna split. Oh no. Okay. I
1: just don't.
0: Yep. Yep. You're good. Light splitting. (laughs) So delicate that splitting. Dumb. Okay. Turn. Turn. Other side.
1: Great. Okay. I will never touch my head again. Yeah. Do not. Okay. Great. Everything is fine. (laughs) Uh, Oh, boy. uh, You good? Yeah. Great. Probably. Probably? Yeah. Probably. (laughs) I think that we've been having such a hard time mentally the past, like, month or two that every time we sit here and check in with each other, it's like, What are the hardships that I've dealt with this week?
0: (laughs) And so it's a thing of, am I fine? Arguably no, but also, yeah, like I'm currently in this moment in time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I love to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I love. Why don't we just throw together like a highlight reel of like what? Not like only good things, but like highlight reel over the past three weeks (laughs) since we've recorded two weeks since we've had a date?
0: Two, I think. But we had a baby date before, so it wasn't like a full check-in.
1: Yeah. Maybe podcast date. We've actually spent a lot of time together. Yeah,
0: we have. Highlights. Yeah. I stopped using my planner, so I don't remember all of the things. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) That should be highlights. (laughs) I have been pretty busy with work. I watched the girls again, the twins that I used to nanny for, they are super duper cute. And we're like low key trying to keep kidnap me, but I'm sorry. What? They were like trying to, to keep me in their room. And like, so I couldn't escape. And they were like, oh, we're going to block the door. So you can't escape. So they blocked the door from the hallway, but their door opens in. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like talking to each other in front of me. Like, we're going to keep Shelly here forever. Yeah. She can't escape because we blocked the door. And then Frankie's like, But what if she tries to escape and trips on the stuff outside of the door and hurts herself? We don't want her to hurt herself. And then Ruby's like, no, we don't want her to hurt herself, but we can't control that. (laughs) Wow. She's right. You can't control that, but
1: you can move the stuff in front of the door and you can choose to not kidnap your babysitter. Yeah.
0: It was, it was. I got it all on video because I thought it was just so funny that <laughs> they kept putting stuff in front of the door to stop me from like, like to block the door, but like they were going in and out of the door. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it so, funny. so it was a physics lesson you had with them. I didn't say anything. I let them go in on there. They still believe that they had trapped me in that room.
1: Right. And but once you open the door and they realize that it Goes in and not out What happened? Were they watching that
0: um, part? I snuck in and out of the room When they were like gone So they didn't know oh. And then they released me
1: Oh so you left And then they released you Yeah Okay well yeah It had to be on their terms Well absolutely
0: yeah I didn't look, teach them that lesson At that point in time That That's not gonna stop me But also I don't know That I need, want to clarify What would trap a person in a room in case they do it to, like, a kid, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess. Have they displayed any other sort of controversial tendencies, let's say?
0: I think generally, no. That's great. They They seem to be really, you know, kind and giving and not super physically aggressive with people outside of their family. They do, you know, whack each other and... Then jump on their father in a way that should hurt him. Mm. But see, he seems fine. Well, we do hurt those we love the most, don't we? <laughs> that's true. And that's where it, it starts in the home. It does. It starts in the home. Uh, <laughs> what else has happened to me, with me, around me, near me, in me? What's been happening in you? I don't have Hashimoto's disease. Oh my God, you don't. I finally got to uh, have a call with my doctor to discuss my my results, and I, which is good because I really misdiagnosed myself based off of my blood <laughs> results. I was like, my white blood cell count is low. I must have so-and-so or my potassium is high. It must mean this. So those are two of my results. My white blood cell count was low. Apparently it just fluctuates from time to time. And if okay. in the next blood test it's still low then we can start worrying about it okay so we don't need to worry we don't need to worry great uh my potassium was high so high yeah but apparently melon has potassium in it and i have been eating a lot of melon you just slamming melon just cantaloupe honeydew watermelon in my body every single day <laughs> multiple times a day it's been hot and <laughs> melon is nice <laughs>
1: So is really an inaccurate picture of your day-to-day life when it's not super hot.
0: Yeah, exactly. I and it, Because we've gotten an air conditioner, that's another update.
1: Oh my God, update. We have an <laughs> air conditioner. We're not dying in here anymore. But because we
0: have an air conditioner, I haven't been eating melon because I haven't had a need for melon. Well, that's right. So I love you, melon, still. I really appreciate what you've done for me. Anyway. One of my results was was confusing in terms of thyroid, because it has very, very high levels of something, some letters. I don't remember them. TCP? PCP? Don't have PCP in your (laughs) I have high levels of PCP. (laughs) Um, But she told me that that just is the indicator that I have, like, it's a genetic marker for that. Oh. But currently, my thyroid levels look level. So... I maybe just phased out of Hashimoto's disease, sick, which is really cool, but it also could phase back in. So, you know, we're leaving Hashimoto's in 2021. Yeah. Get out of here. Hashimoto's disease. I don't know why I'm lethargic all the time if it's not that, but
1: meh, meh. could be, you know, your regular grade depression.
0: Yeah, it could be. <laughs> And I guess that proves that my anxiety is just anxiety and not a result of my Hashimoto's disease, Miss Doctor. Doctor. I can't really say Miss Doctor because, like, Doctor is the title. Doctor, Doctor. Doctor, Doctor. <laughs> Get out of here. I installed two air conditioners in one week. You really
1: you did, and I'm very grateful Yeah. for both of those
0: <laughs> air conditioners. I'm also grateful that nothing bad happened. Uh, They are a little DIY and like up to the imagination, you know, MacGyver style installations. But also, I think they're safe. I think that was my main concern. And I did as safe as our stupid apartments will allow.
1: They are not moving. No. Like, they're solid.
0: Yeah. I think that even if we had a big earthquake, like, yeah, they might fall. But everything's falling at that point. Everything's falling. Yeah. We're... Gonna be fine. Nobody's gonna
1: sue us. No, because
0: they—they're gonna be dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then I built a desk also, and I have a desk in my room now for business. Yay! I like it. I like my desk. I think I probably have more updates, but I can't think of them. It's and a I've,
1: highlight reel. I have
0: been. Yeah. So those are some of my highlights. Yeah. What are some of yours? My highlights are as follows. My arm hurts. Nice.
1: (laughs) Cute little update. Uh, I'm not better. No. (laughs) But I did go to urgent care, and they told me, the doctor there told me, that what I have is ulnar neuropathy, which basically just means that my ulnar nerve is hurting, But I didn't know which nerve was hurting before. It's nice to have a name. Yeah, it's a cool name, too. Mm -hmm. It's the nerve that runs from your neck all the way down your arm, underneath your elbow, all the way to your ring and pinky fingers. Oh. So that's why my ring and pinky fingers go numb sometimes. Cool. Because it's that nerve. That's exciting. It's very exciting. (laughs) Yet it still hurts. But he did give me a pain medication which makes me sleepy. Oh, and I was going to take it right before this pod. And
0: you didn't. You should do that didn't. now so that it has time to kick in for you.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I'll 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 get up and do it after I finish my highlight reel. You just touched your
0: bangs, Oh
1: me. shit. <laughs> oh no. Did that, I
0: we fix it. Okay,
1: great. <laughs> Woo! So, big update, my arm still hurts, but my neurology appointment is next week, so we'll see what happens then. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm.
0: Doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor? Different doctor.
1: Maybe I'll still be mad at them.
0: I will. I don't trust doctors.
1: Doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor. You and I went to a soccer game. Oh my god, why
0: do I forget all of the like actual activities that have happened? Angel yes, we
1: did. City Football <laughs> Club. It was really, really fun. It was really fun. (laughs) I had been wanting to go to an Angel City game for a really long time. And I bought two tickets just because I was like, I want to go, but I don't want to go alone. I'll figure out who I'm taking Mm. later. And I was like, none of my friends like soccer. And so I didn't know who to take. And then I was, I got this like bright idea. I'm like, what if... I ask somebody on a date and I can take them and it will be great because they already have tickets to something. It's not like, hey, let's go out and then we'll figure out what to do afterwards because that can be kind of annoying. Yeah. Like I'm tired of figuring out where to go for dinner. I'm tired of deciding what bar to go to. I just want to have something to do. And this ticket, inviting somebody to a thing is like way more fun. Absolutely. And then I did not do that and it got to the day of the match and I was like, Shelly, do you wanna go with me? Because i had another <laughs> ticket. And you're like, Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it was like a good second choice. You know, I don't I didn't feel like I was like, you didn't want me to go with you. I I knew the plan all along.
1: Yeah, we had a plan mm-hmm. that well. We had a plan that if I didn't find somebody to go, you would come. Mm -hmm. And instead of asking somebody out on a date, like to go with me, we would find somebody there.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was our lemonade plan. Yeah, it was a really good plan. The point of it was I was going to try and find hotties to hook Bonnie up with and then, you know, find out if they are romantically involved by asking, Are you. With, are currently in a relationship? No, is are you currently romantic partners with someone? Oh, that's yes. Are you currently romantic partners with someone? And if they said no, I would say, great, let me get Bonnie. Actually, I don't think I would say Bonnie because they don't. They wouldn't have context. Right. In the situation, I have met this person in line somewhere, probably at a lemonade stand. Yeah. I'm, I'm butchering well, it. It was a beautiful plan. It was a
1: beautiful plan. You were going to be like, hello, what is your name? And they would say their name. Mm-hmm. And you would say, are you romantic partners with anyone? Mm -hmm. And they would say, no. And then you would say, great, this is my friend, Bonnie. Bonnie, are you romantic partners with anyone? And I would say, no. And you're like, great you should be romantic partners with each other. And then you would go to a different lemonade stand. Yeah.
0: The the lemonade stand is the most important
1: part of this. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's the crux of the whole thing.
0: Yeah. And this all stemmed from our neighbor. Bailey is, has been searching for a job and her mom gave her some great advice to just go outside and talk to strangers. And when she asked what she would say to these strangers, her mom gave her an example of a um, conversation like hi. And then they'd say hi and then you'd say, what's your name? And then you'd get their name. And then you'd, they'd ask what your name is, obviously, because the conversation goes two ways. And then you'd say your name. And then you'd say, where do you live? And then they would give you, I guess, their address. And then they'd ask that question back to you. And then right. you'd give them your address. And then you ask their like current employment status. They say it. They ask you, because this is a very give and take conversation. And then you say that you're unemployed. And then they, then, because you've had this great conversation, offer you a job. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, that's not exactly what Bailey's mom said, but that's roughly the gist that that she got from it. It's a foolproof conversational plan. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I figured it would work in a romantic setting as well. Right. And
1: though we went into the game with good intentions, nobody that's going to... A women's soccer game is single. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of gender, nobody's
0: going there. Single. There was so many couples. It was really frustrating. So many couples, and no lemonade stands. Zero lemonade <laughs> what? to be found. We were dead in the water as soon as we arrived. Like, no, the whole plan unraveled immediately. So we just sat there and watched soccer, and it was awesome. It
1: was awesome. It was the <laughs> Copa Angelina, and they were playing the Mexican women's national team. It was a very exciting game. We did not play well and the mexican women's national team played very well.
0: I don't know that I could say that we didn't play well because my team is the mexican women's national team. You
1: flipped, man. <laughs> that you were like if they score
0: one more goal, I'm switching to the other side. And they didn't, so you shouldn't have switched. No, but they were just playing better. I'm sorry Angel City, you you were so asleep during that game. I mean, you were trying yeah. very very hard, but one of the goals, one of their two what uh, Mexican or Mexico's uh, two goals <laughs> was a self goal. You yeah. did you did a self goal.
1: That was not great. That was a not not a great moment. And you just
0: <laughs> kept putting the ball near your goal so they had easy access to it. <laughs> I'm just peeved.
1: You're just you're just in it to be on the winner's team. Yes. <laughs>
0: is that not what sports is about? It's not. Oh. I'm not a good sports fan then. <laughs>
1: Speaking of sports, another highlight reel for me was that I got to watch the Italian Grand Prix. Oh, that's right. Formula One. Spawn is really into Formula One. Apparently, now I am. Thanks, Dax Shepard. I am fully invested (laughs) in Formula One. I know all of their names. I know the teams. I have opinions on the teams and the, the drivers. All of them are hot across the board, you're it's you're hard pressed to find a driver that doesn't do it for somebody, you know?
0: That's true, but everybody does it for somebody, right?
1: Yeah, but I feel like they do it for a
0: lot of people. Is there anybody that does it for nobody?
1: That's a really good point. There's got to be somebody who will be interested in somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's got to be at least one person There you go. So I feel like everybody um, has hope. (laughs) This is making me feel like there's only one person who will ever be interested in me.
0: (laughs) Where are you? (laughs) I mean, come on. Seven billion people in the world, maybe more. How many more?
1: I don't know at this point. Overpopulation is a real issue. It is. Thanos was right.
0: Thanos was right. (laughs) Let's get snapped. (laughs) I would happily go by a snap. I wouldn't even. I just turn to dust peacefully. I don't think it would be peaceful. They didn't really make it seem painful. They said like, "I feel weird."
1: Yeah, and they were like, "What's going on?" As they disintegrated into dust. But if it was like,
0: "All right, half of you are going to get snapped," just a heads up, and I knew what was like happening,
1: I think it'd be fine. Do you think like if it was a fifty-fifty chance that you would get snapped? Do you think? I guess this is asking, are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? Oh, would I get snapped or wouldn't I? Yeah. Like, what do you think?
0: Is is the glass half snapped? Is <laughs> <laughs> the glass half snapped? I feel like I'd get snapped. Yeah. yeah. I, it just feels like something that would happen. Not yeah. like, oh, my life is so hard. Like, of course I'd get snapped. It just like, it feels like it would happen to me. It's a big percentage. Yeah. 50% 50 of all people, regardless of age, race, gender, sexuality, the great equalizer <laughs> snapping.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would get snapped, but I feel like my odds lately have been pretty poor. Mm. Like the arm thing was, re- I mean, really, what are the chances to that? To happen to somebody and it did happen to me yeah so i do feel like right now i would get snapped
0: yeah just had a really sad image of like somebody like on snapping day like giving birth and then their baby disappears <gasps> <and> to, <laughs>
1: to oh dust. my god
0: i'm in a really weird headspace that today. hurt me is that so sad alternately like the mom disappearing and in there's the just
1: a baby yeah
0: there had to have been a lot of really interesting situations during the snapping.
1: Yeah, because people were just going about their business. Yeah,
0: and like the world is not, you know, all in the same time zone. So even if it was like during night, on wait, what planet were they on? Were they on Earth? They were in Wakanda. No.
1: Wakanda's on Earth.
0: Yeah. So they were on Earth. Yeah. When they snapped? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what time zone Wakanda's on.
1: Me neither. Isn't it kind of like between, it's like secret? Yeah, but like. Is it in Africa?
0: I believe so. I know very little about Wakanda. Luckily, a new movie is coming out. Wakanda Forever. We'll maybe learn about like time zones. The history of Wakanda. The general climate, you know? Yeah. Natural disasters, if any, it faces. Right. Right. Um,
1: What if like two people were like doing a podcast and then one of them got snapped?
0: Whoa. I think that'd be a really good podcast be episode. A really good podcast episode. Like, oh my God, my co-host just got snapped. What happened? Like, where, where are you? You know. Wait, let's let's like
1: actually role play this, okay?
0: Or which one of us is getting snapped?
1: Um, we'll we'll find out in the in the doing. Okay. In the improv. Yeah, we're doing it improvised. <laughs> I
0: don't like improv when I know it's improv. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so Shelly, we're just gonna do like a highlight reel, like okay. like what's uh, what have you been up to this week?
0: Um, this week that's really crazy. So I got into a new tea. It's like oh, what kind? It's a citrusy tea. It's like Ooh. like orange and cranberry. That's kind kind of nice. It's kind of like it's a nice transitional
1: tea from yeah. summer to fall. Exactly.
0: It's it's really really good. Um, and Bo- Bonnie. I looked away for one second. Where'd you go? Bonnie. Bonnie. Oh my God. Is that pile of dust? Bonnie?
1: I didn't know how to signal that I got snapped. I just sort of rolled away. It was like a weird lyrical dance
0: move. I like wasn't looking at you when you started rolling. So I was like, do I include this? So I, I, had, I didn't see it happen.
1: <laughs> so you were genuinely confused. Yeah, that really read. You know, it, it came like, through. Bonnie.
0: Oh. Oh. Bonnie's gone.
1: <laughs> She's
0: a pile of dust. Is that what that weird body <laughs> is? <laughs> Just dust in the wind. I bet people got snapped while they were doing it. Oh my God! Sexual snapping. <laughs> I don't say that. I, th- I feel like that's a thing somewhere. What, what
1: kind of thing is it?
0: Sexual snapping.
1: If not this, what would it be? What is sexual snapping? Sexual snapping.
0: I feel like, I mean, in the, the basic term, like just being attract, like sexually attracted to snapping, is that? Oh, like if I did this, they'd be like, Oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> like that Bob's burger uh, episode of the, his his father-in-law being attracted to balloons popping.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: got to be snappers out there.
1: There's got to be. Or I wonder if it could be like a TikTok transition where but like in real life where you know, you're on the bed and mm. then your partner is like walking sexily towards you like fully clothed and then you just like reach out and snap in front of your own vision. And their clothes are disappeared, and they're naked now.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how that would work in like real life. Well, you just have to like like a superpower. Is this now? Yeah, but like Thanos' snap is is like it's sexual now. Yeah, (laughs)
1: because he's already you know completed his mission. He doesn't need to do anything else. And he has all
0: this power. Like of course he he can bend reality gauntlet. Still, He can snap your clothes off. Yeah. Would you smash Thanos? Look, I do
1: love a ma- like that masculinity. Like mm-hmm. I am attracted to that, but he's really large, mm-hmm. and that is like kind of terrifying. Yeah.
0: What if I asked giant you giant hands <laughs> to fruit rules Marvel villains by how bangable they are.
1: Fruit rules, Marvel villains. Okay. Oh, shit. There's some hotties in there. There's some hot Marvel villains. Fuck. Okay. Oh, fuck. That's hard. Okay. Fruit rules. Fruit
0: rules. Fruit rules. All right. Spoiler alert. I don't think Thanos is going to make the list. Oh, damn. oh, also, reminder of fruit rules. As soon as you say it, they're locked in to that position.
1: Yeah. Forever. F- going from five to one. Mm-hmm. Locked in. Can't, Can't change it
0: for 10 years. Ten years. That's right, not forever. Ten years, and they know. They know where they land on your fruit rule ranking. Right. That's right. Cause we're we're
1: a media outlet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go. Okay. Fruit rules. <sighs> Shit. Fifth is Agatha.
0: Oh! Agatha Harkness. Agatha all along. Yeah.
1: Uh fourth is Wanda. Mm. Third is the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Sebastian motherfucking stamps. This is so interesting because like
0: heroes turn to villains villains turn to heroes it's I know. all gray so I know. anyone could be on this list Ooh. especially like depending on what side you're on of civil war you know that's
1: right exactly oh that's a good point oh shit well fuck i can't i can't think about civil war cuz that feels like cheating yeah yeah i don't we're not going to do that um i've already fucked up i think oh. because I know who my number one is, Mm -hmm. but now there are two people vying for my second spot, and one of them can't make the top five, and I'm sad about that, but I do know who has to be on there, and it's Killmonger. Oh, yeah. He is number two. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) And arguably his hottest role. Oh, my God. God damn it. Okay. So, he, he gets... Two, and number one is Loki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Thomas Hiddleston. Yeah. Mm. Welcome to my fruit rules ranking. The person who I fucked up. Honorable mention: Charlize Theron. Uh, and I can't remember her character's name. Wait, Charlize Theron? Right? Wait. No. No. The sister. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. 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 The sister. I can't remember her name.
0: I also can't.
1: So she doesn't get to be on my
0: fruit rules, So suck it.
1: Suck it, Kate. We just wanted to give a quick shout out to our Patreon subscribers, including Jane. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. It really means the world to us and it helps us make this podcast. If any of you out there are interested in being a Patreon subscriber, you can be one for at minimum $2 a month. And you can get some pretty sweet benefits like priority given to your questions for Mail with Jeremy. And I heard through the grapevine that there might be some pretty sweet Jeremy merch that you would have early access to. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) So get on that at patreon.com slash everybody ships us. That's patreon.com slash everybody ships us. Good list. Thank you. What's yours?
0: Five. This
1: is binding.
0: Binding. (laughs) I have some controversial ones on here. (laughs) The dad from (laughs) (laughs) Shang-Chi.
1: You were, when we were watching that movie together, you were kind of
0: like catcalling him from our couch. Yeah, I was being disrespectful about how hot I found him. (laughs) You were. (laughs) Because like what? Why, why did they make they did that for what like what what are we what are we doing here what are
1: we doing here he didn't need to be that hot he didn't <laughs> <Four. laughs> uh oh by the way you're prefacing
0: this it makes me concerned about what you're gonna say Ultron <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> no in what form I mean, it's just like the, the the robot form, like the beginning robot form or like, right. I don't know when he's monologuing to the twins, right? Wasn't he like in a like a like a sleek ass little robot form? He
1: was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's got that Robert California voice. James
2: Spader.
0: Like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, Shelly. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, the problem with humans is that they're not sexual enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something like that. It it feels good. I like it. Um, uh, (sighs) I hate that you've put him on your list. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Three will be Loki.
1: Okay. I feel respectful. Yeah. Respectable.
0: Respectable, respectful. All of the above. All of the respects.
1: Yeah. (laughs) R-E-S-P-E-D.
0: P-C-E-P. (laughs) R-E-S-P-E-P. I think I will also put Wanda. Mmm. And she's my number two. Okay. And then number one is Killmonger. Killmonger. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it would be up there. And also, like, I could see why he, you know, I could see his side of things. Like I mean, he got shafted, right?
1: Hardcore. Can I say that? Is that a fine word? I can't remember if that's a problem word anymore. Wh- I Every time I say a word I haven't said in a while, I get a little bit weird about whether or not I can say it still.
0: I It didn't flag for me, but I also don't know why it would have flagged. I mean, I can guess why it would have flagged.
1: Well, it's like a dick
0: word, isn't it? Yeah. The shaft. Yeah. Got shafted. But we say dick around so much. So like, where do we draw the line?
1: Yeah, but if it's like secretly not a dick word, but it's like a like a racist word because of some other tie that I didn't know about.
0: Oh, you know what I mean? Well, I know Shaft is a like a black superhero.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got shafted. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe, Maybe you're
0: like punched in the face by Shaft. You just got shafted. <laughs> Does he say that? Did, when you like, did. you got shafted. Shafted.
1: Is Shaft the character that is like, I don't have time for this shit?
0: No. Who was that? Isn't that just wait, isn't that from Lethal Weapon? I haven't seen either one of these. Or no, things. wait, isn't that I'm getting too old for this shit?
1: I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah,
0: that's Lethal Weapon.
1: Okay. That's um That's what I was trying to get at.
0: What's his name? What is that actor's name? I've never seen Lethal Weapon. I've never seen it. But let's make some wild accusations about <laughs> movies happens. we haven't
1: watched. <laughs> oh, wait, I know that I know this. I know this uh, this song Do so it. well. Shell and Bond, making wild accusations about movies they haven't watched.
0: <laughs> I could not have done that. That doesn't ring any bells for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, lethal weapon stars <gasps> Danny Glover oh I was gonna say Luther Vandross
0: which I knew would have been wrong who is Luther Vandross
1: he's a singer
0: oh that would have been wrong
1: <laughs> Daniel Glover the weapon that is lethal
0: wait no he has a partner what's his part? who is his partner who plays his partner why do I want to say Owen Wilson <laughs>
2: Danny
1: Glover and Owen Wilson's <laughs> buddy cop movie mm-hmm. in uh, L.A.
0: Yeah.
1: It's in Los Angeles. Absolutely is. In the 80s. Probably. I mean, absolutely is. Yeah. And it's, they're on, what beat are they on,
0: Shelly? Like uh, three, Four.
1: Yeah, the theme song's in 3-4 for sure.
0: Theme song's in 3-4. Nice little uh, walls. They're on the the beat. Are they in Vice? Oh, that's what beat means. Yeah,
1: well, it's a journalistic term, but I don't think it can be applied to police work. (laughs) (laughs) But I am applying
0: it to police work. (laughs) They are... They're detectives. Okay. They're just... They're just plain old detectives. Homicide. 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 Definitely. Lethal weapon. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait. Now I feel like it's probably like like weapons, you know? They're like. Is there a weapons department? Isn't there? It's like, I guess not because we love guns. And Every this. department has guns. So, like, they wouldn't go collect people, like, arms dealers. That's what I mean.
1: Oh, I feel like that's FBI shit.
0: Okay. All right. Murder, then
1: Mer- regular old grade run of the mill m- murder. murder Tuesday yeah. night murder. Yeah, yeah, and they uh uncover a dirty cop. <gasps> oh, in the LAPD, by. and they have to uh, played by oh, played, played by. by John Travolta. Wow, yeah, in one of his earlier roles. Mm.
0: Earlier than like Greece. How old was Owen Wilson? How old was Greece? When did Greece happen? Wasn't Greece like (laughs) the 80s? Well, this was also the 80s. Was it filmed in the 80s or did it take place in the 80s? Took place in the 50s. Greece or Lethal? Greece
1: Greece is a 50s movie, but it wasn't filmed in the 50s. It's about 50s, right? High school kids in the 50s. Yeah. But it was filmed later
0: than that. Okay, but Lethal Weapon was set and filmed in the 80s? Yes. Got it. Yep. It was a contemporary Mm -hmm. plot. Masterpiece, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, Danny Glover (laughs) and his partner Owen Wilson discover that their fellow cop, John Travolta, is a dirty cop. And it's they the story of them uncovering that and then arresting him.
0: This sounds like you might be an expert in this film. So I would, if, if you're cool with that, I'd like to ask a couple of questions. No, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I've seen this movie a thousand times. A thousand
0: times. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So are like Danny Glover and Owen Wilson, are their characters friends at all? Not at first. No. I mean, Owen Wilson
1: was hired, and Danny was like, "I don't think like I'm too old for this shit." To have like a young partner, I'm Mm. not. I'm not here to
0: teach. So he says it like at the top of the movie, top of the
1: movie, right (laughs) away. Got it. Snapping. (laughs) Is this turning you on? Uh, No, but I'm not a snapper. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. I was trying something. I'm sorry. Um, this is about us, you know, our relationship. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to talking about Lethal Weapon. But then you know Owen Wilson, you know he comes correct, let's say, and he proves himself mm-hmm. uh, as being a competent yet boisterous part young partner, uh, and then they become friends.
0: Nice. Any love stories in this film?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Who?
0: Who? Which character gets a love interest? Well, there's
1: uh, unfortunately. You know, this is the 80s, so women weren't given a whole lot of storytelling and screen time. Mm. Uh, Danny Glover definitely has a love interest, but it is John Travolta's girlfriend. Whoa. Yeah. So her, and her whole plot in the movie is to be John Travolta's girlfriend who falls in love with Danny Glover.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. How did they discover that John Travolta was dirty?
1: He uh, had drugs in his desk. Wow. And not only that, but the drugs in his desk were on top of a bunch of papers um, that were whited out, mm. like, like false police reports. Yeah. Wh- like the real police report was like whited out and then written on top
0: was like the false report. That's a, that's. uh foolproof i don't know how they caught him yeah no it was was, the drugs were like the cherry on top of the the
1: pile of false
0: police reports all right so i'm gonna skip ahead because it sounds uh, airtight like really good movie that is a great movie yeah Uh, classic real quick any dog
1: cops canine officers yes
0: Yeah. sorry thank Um, you um no. No canine officers in no. this movie at
1: all? You know, they just didn't want to pay for, like, uh, the permits to film with animals. Like, there's so much overhead yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> Hollywood was really paying attention to the safety of everyone involved.
0: So, yeah. it just wanted to deal with that. Great. Uh, okay, so now jumping ahead. So, they obviously have been chasing John Travolta's tail for a while. They finally... Like, well, they got to
1: chase somebody's tail. There's no dog no in dogs. this movie. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. they chase
0: John Travolta's tail. And I'm guessing John Travolta has like, a, like a rat's tail or something at least. Probably is the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Well, pro- probably. You've seen this film so many times. Can you no, not?
1: I mean it's it's like creatively edited out of the shots because they were like, we want to make him like a cute bad boy. You know, mm. like a sexy, hot, not cute bad boy. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, and John Travolta, fun fact, would not shave his rat tail for this movie. So like the director and the cinematographer had to get really creative with like cutting it out of shots. But you can still kind of see it yeah, okay. sometimes. <laughs>
0: Great. OK, so they it's, it's the climax of the movie. You know, they they catch him. There was a bit of a struggle. You weren't sure if they were going to be victorious, but then they are. And they deliver the final blow or whatever before arresting him. What, since too old for this shit has been. It's, it's already, top of the movie. Yeah. What is the like big tagline catchphrase that is said yeah. at that moment?
1: No, and it's a great question. Um, spoiler alert for all of you out there listening. If you haven't watched it, please go watch it uh, before I say this next piece. But... um. And, you know, this. keep in mind, this is the 80s, so it's a really off-color sort of situation that happens. Yeah. But Danny sort of, like, stands over, like, intimidatingly John Travolta as he's, you know, getting arrested by the other officers on the scene. And as they're hauling him away, Danny reaches down and grabs his package Mm. and said, now this is a lethal weapon. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Is like because he's like, yeah, it's some toxic masculine yeah, of sort course. of no, demonstration.
0: That would have been written in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like that didn't really hit, like, it's already called that. So that's not the line that people really remember from that movie. Mm-hmm. Even though it was like set so set apart in the movie.
0: Yeah. It sounds like a good movie. It's a
1: really good movie. And I hope you watch it eventually.
0: I, I, I probably will because yeah. like you really talked it up and I can't wait to see everything unfold. Yeah. The way that you described it.
1: So with that being said, should we check in with our challengers? <laughs>
0: oh my God. I can't believe we've done. <laughs> <laughs> we've done so little of what we need to do today. Wait, really quick. I need to know 1987 film Lethal Weapon. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. Oh, mm-hmm. are the
1: Owen Wilson, Mel Gibson? I mean, I know, I understand why. Yeah, like, we both got confused. Yeah, on that one.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. John Travolta is not in this movie.
1: Well, he, he he plays it in heavy prosthetics. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So then, um, which which character does he play? If I say some names, will you tell me? Yeah. Um, Captain Ed. Nick Murta? Uh Mr. Joshua? Mr. Joshua. Mr. Joshua? Yeah. Well, wow, so he's in prosthetics to look like Gary Busey? Yes. <laughs> That's insane. Why didn't they just cast Gary Busey?
1: <laughs> you know, Gary's unreliable. <laughs> You can never know when he's actually going to show up to set. So actually, they did cast Gary Busey, but they also cast John Travolta. And every day, John Travolta would go to the set and be fit, like get in his prosthetics get in costume and then they would wait to see if Gary Busey would show up that day and if he didn't then John would take over <laughs> it was
0: just Gary Busey's understanding
1: <laughs> yeah but he ended up filming more of the movie than Gary Busey so yeah. while Gary Busey's name is on it it really was never Gary Busey
0: it was John Travolta in <laughs> as Gary Busey Grease was in the 70s oh okay That's all I need to know. Okay, great. Challengers.
1: I'm glad glad you're not looking further into this. We don't have time. No, we don't. We don't have time for this shit. (laughs) Which is not the line from Lethal Weapon. (laughs) Our challengers. We have like seven Mm. challengers to check in. Mm. First, we have the challenger that we did with Bree. And Bree is clearly not here. No. Because, well, she's clearly not here because she hasn't been speaking this entire time. yes. Yeah. So
0: we have a just silenced Brie.
1: Brie could never be silenced. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) She would not stand for that.
0: She ended up being an on mic voice just because she was very vocal during some of our (laughs) recording. So we're like, get on here. She wouldn't shut the fuck up. So we put a (laughs) mic in front of her. So we didn't have to just try and edit around the quiet sound that was happening. (laughs) Suck it, Brie. Can't wait for you to listen to this. (laughs) So, we had a
1: challenger where we were supposed to do three days of volunteering information about ourselves, Mm -hmm. uh, unprompted, and just trusting that the other people would want to hear it. And then three days of asking questions about each other's lives, really specific questions about what was going on, so that the other person didn't have to volunteer information about themselves. So,
0: how did that go for you? I'm not sure. Because Mm. I know I did it. Yeah, you did. I don't know if I did it in the amount I needed to do it. I don't know if I volunteered it like information three days and I asked questions three days because it wasn't super duper linear. Like I didn't do it every day. And then our challenger kind of extended like the time period extended a little bit. Like it wasn't just one one week. Right. Until we could check in with it. So I feel like, but if we were measuring it by a week, I've failed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I have continued to do it too. Oh, that's good. So like a minute slay, you know, minute win. Well, you we're learning from our challengers. We yeah. love that. Um, but it, in the doing of it, I, I really liked it. I liked knowing that I could say something about my day and not having that little voice in my head being like, do they even want, like, does it matter? Like, why are you saying this? Because I had to, I had to do it. Yeah. Um. And you also knew about that, and so it was a little bit of a relief to not have to like listen to that annoying part of my voice or my or my head. And then I feel like I, I could have done better about asking in terms of more than just oh, how was your day. <laughs> I feel like I mostly did how was your day.
1: Okay. Kind of questions. So like non-specific yeah. questioning. Okay, so you failed then. I believe so. is what you're saying. But you learned, and the times you did it, it went okay. It went okay, yeah. I like that. I think that, okay, I completed the challenger. I didn't fail the challenger. Mm. I did three days, and I did three days. I think that a lot of the week that we were doing this, we were kind of farther apart, like, In on the planet. Mm -hmm. So I had to volunteer information by sending a voice recording rather than just like taking up space in a room in a conversation. And so it was easier to do that and just tell a story over voice text because I think I would do that anyway. Yeah. But it did feel really, really nice to have both of you ask me follow-up questions, which was really not part of the challenger, no, it wasn't. but ended up happening anyway. And that made me feel like, oh, great. The conversation about me is not over just because I'm done with my storytelling. I can follow up and I have, a, and your questions are bringing up different facets of my story that I had forgotten or like... It just made me feel like you wanted a more expansive view on my life, even past the one I was giving. So that made me feel really good. And then asking questions was fine. I I like doing that. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> so for me, it went well, although I don't know that I've continued volunteering information <laughs> after that. And I probably should. <laughs> I should probably do that in person more. Maybe. <laughs>
0: Good. And we'll find out from Brie how it went at some point in existence.
1: Yeah, I asked her to send a voice note so that we could include it in this episode. And I wanted to listen to it and then sort of respond to it. But if we don't get to respond
0: to it, that's okay. Well, I'll just record some responses now. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Excuse me? What did you just say? Are you serious? <laughs> no, now we have a problem. <laughs> no, we're going to take this outside right now. <laughs> my God. That's really nice, Bree. Thank you. All right.
1: <laughs> that spans all possible outcomes.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, great. Checked in with that one. Now let's go to when we last week well last week. We recorded this three weeks ago, two weeks ago, but it was last week on our airing. and toast. Oh, yes. So that week we had different challengers mm. and also our audience had challengers. So I would love for our listeners to just chime in at this moment um, and check in with your challenger. Yeah. How did you do at telling everyone you know that Jonathan Taylor Thomas is left-handed
0: Wow. No way. Excuse me? Let's take this outside. <laughs> and
1: how did you do it making Toasty happen?
0: Wow. Good job. Oh, you didn't? Now I'm sad. <laughs> Let's take this outside. <laughs> <laughs> Well, interactive podcast. Wow,
1: look at that. Okay. I had to write in a journal every day. And you had to try to remember that one toast joke from camp. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> from your reaction, it feels like maybe you didn't even
0: try to remember it. <laughs> uh when I was listening to the episode, I was like, oh, I should remember that that's my challenger. And that's as far as that thought process went. Yep. So
1: that exited your brain immediately right away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we got two fails fails. on that. (laughs) (laughs) No. (sighs) I had to write in a journal every day for a week. Mm -hmm. I wrote in a journal six days. Oh, no. Out of seven. Failure. I know a big fat fail. I liked it, though. I haven't done it since, but I really do want to go and do it more because it really intersected nicely with what my therapist has been trying to get me to do Mm. is write down my feelings using I feel statements. Uh And I have not been doing that.
2: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So
1: I had in the week that I was doing my journal, I was starting every journal entry with I feel this because this. And it was great. And it was very free form. And I didn't expect myself to do more than just that one sentence, which was great. And I have a whole week of I feel st- fa- statements. Nice. In my journal. That's really well, awesome. Six days worth yeah, of.
0: Yeah. It's really, really I cool. Statements. But you've, you've failed your challenge.
1: Thank you. That means you get two punishments from Mrs. sister when she gets back and I get one punishment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Ow. <laughs> Any other challengers I failed that I need to know about? Not that I've
1: written down. Great. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, maybe Brie failed her challenger too. You never know. Here's hoping.
0: Here's hoping. We should assign more challengers that are hard for her to do, especially now with her new schedule. Oh my God. She's busy all the time. We can't. We should give her like essay prompts to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 12 page essay. (laughs) Single spaced. Brie. Brie. All right, should we take a break? Yes, I'd like you to take your pain medicine.
2: Oh my God, my pain medicine. (laughs) It's time for Mind Mode. It's time for Mind
1: Mode. I think we switched parts. I think we did. That's fine. That's
0: fun. It's fun it and it's fine. Fresh. It's fun and fine and fresh. <laughs> fine, funky, fresh. <laughs> fun, fine, funky, fresh friends. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I can already tell that Mind meld's going to go well. Our energy is great Oh and my normal. God, it's
1: so good. All right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to count down from three. We're going to try to say the same word at the same time. If that doesn't happen, we try again until we do.
0: And then we talk about it. So hopefully we get a good one. Let's see what happens on this episode of Mind Meld.
1: <laughs> Three, two, one. Christianity. <laughs> Christianity. Christianity. And string. Starting off strong.
0: Christianity I was okay I was gonna say Christian And I was like I can't just say a name So then I was gonna say Either Christianity Or Hans Christian Andersen But I didn't say Hans You didn't say Hans <laughs> So I started saying Christian Andersen and I couldn't So I committed to Christianity <laughs> But <laughs> at what cost? <laughs>
1: Wow, okay. Hans Christianity <laughs> and, and string, string. okay <laughs> three, two, one theory. string theory.
0: wait,
1: does that count? I feel like it counts i what I said string, so I felt like I couldn't say string again, but I said theory because of string theory, yeah. This was the fastest little mind mail ever.: That happened in two, but it was also like sort of cheating, but it was
0: two. But it was two. I count it.
1: String theory. Let's talk about string
0: theory. fellow idiot. I know so much about string theory. What is string theory?: Um Upon first guess, everything in the universe is connected. As if it were tied to a string. So Mm. when one point in time moves, all points in time move because they are connected to said string.
1: All points in time move when one point in time moves. Yes. Because they're connected by a string. Theoretical. Theoretical string. string. Yeah. Wow. That broke my brain. Uh, Are... Lord and Savior Taylor Swift Mm. wrote about this theory in Invisible String. Oh, excellent. When she talks about her and her lover. Some might argue about who that is, but I think it's about Joe Alwyn. And every point in time where their lives kind of overlapped or intersected in some sort of cosmic way. And she said, isn't it just so pretty to think all along there was this Invisible string tying you to me. Mm-hmm. Just very cute. Yeah. That idea. String theory. String theory.
0: In at least what I've gathered from a couple of different K-dramas that I've watched is that there's this saying slash like belief that you and your soulmate's pinkies are tied together with an invisible red string. oh, And then there's this cute little... K drama where like they heard that on a podcast at the same time on the bus, so they both like lifted up their pinky, Ooh. and then they saw each other lifting up their pinky. It was really cute.
1: On a podcast, not a radio show. Yeah. So the chances of them listening to that exact podcast at the exact same time mm-hmm. is already
0: right crazy. It was adorable. It was so cute. But I like that. I like it's you just. I mean, you're connected in in that sense. But also in the time sense because of string theory. String.
1: So is string theory about time then? Or is it about space?
0: I want to say time. Oh, okay. Only because I feel like I've heard it in sci-fi shows Mm -hmm. about time. But not the movie about time.
1: No, but that's a great movie. movie. You introduced that movie to me. I really like that movie. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. Yeah. Do you believe that theory? The one that I've just um, guessed about? Well, let's, okay. Let's talk about the red string theory. Yes. The the cute K-drama red pinky string theory. Mm -hmm. Do you subscribe to that belief that our soulmates are sort of, and this is also the Taylor Swift string theory, invisible string theory. That our soulmates are sort of out there, and there we are that string tying us together is a thing.
0: Okay, we kind of touched on this in um, Andres's episode because I don't necessarily believe that soulmates exist in the way that people want us to believe that they exist. And by people, I mean society. Anytime I'm like, (laughs) I have to say a pause, and then something like, says to do this. I'm just trying not to be the person that says society all the time. But society (laughs) wants us to believe that soulmates means our one perfect romantic partner. And I don't necessarily think that exists. So if, if the string theory in the romance sense existed, in the way I believe it, we'd be tied to so many different people. But if there's a possibility for soulmate to not be, like, a romantic partner, like BTS... Mm-hmm. V and Jimin call each other their soulmates. Uh, they even have a song about it where they're like, you are my soulmate. It's like adorable. But they're not in a relationship. Publicly. Publicly. <laughs> um, although I don't know, because I've been seeing a lot more of them both with Jungkook. And, oh. Like, which is fine. I thought it was like a whole little thing, you know, just just like a little thruple or whatever. I have not seen Jimin and V together in a very long time. And I'm worried they broke up. Oh no. Maybe they're just taking space. Maybe. But if they were just friends, like they, the song is titled friends. they really Mm -hmm. want us to think that they're just friends singing about how they're each other's soulmates. Soulmates? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But if they were just friends, I think that that I could probably believe that a little bit more that like, you have a soulmate in your life, and their soulmate probably will end up in your life, but maybe not just in the romantic sense. Yeah. I think that people could be tied together, because Amy and I grew up in the same city, went to a lot of the same like after-school activities. We were both in honor choir together, we were both in the dance academy together, but not together. We didn't know about the other person until college.
1: Yeah, but yeah, and that's such a specific situation. And that in that situation, I can totally see you going, look at this string tying us together this mm-hmm. whole time. We just missed each other every single time. But also I feel like it's so easy to once you found somebody to look back on the thing and be like, look at all these different instances where we overlapped and be romantic about the fact that you overlapped in those ways. Yeah. But you don't do that when you look ahead to somebody, I guess. (laughs) So it's almost like a confirmation bias. Like you're looking for the string that ties you together.
0: Yeah. I see that. I think i more agree with, the sense that that's not a, not a can't
1: yeah I, yeah but you and amy's thing is so specific because it, it literally was just like every
0: single thing you guys <laughs> were in the same room but like not <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
0: but it's also i mean that is kind of the case for any thing and anyone like you don't know about it till you know and you can look back and be like what if i did this and then we didn't meet or but it hasn't happened that way
1: which that is one of my anxieties or so, for some reason I just get so panicky with those that I love I've talked about this before where I'm just like if we didn't meet my life would be so much worse and then I get into an anxiety spiral when I have the person and this is <laughs> not the other universe where that didn't happen
0: I feel like you should stay away from sci-fi shows because I really explore I love sci-fi shows. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's why I get into anxiety virals. (laughs) Like I see how it could play out. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that. I don't have any sort of like looking back anxiety or should have done this. Or I I had a conversation um, with somebody where they were like, I should have told you so-and-so before. And I was like, I don't need that. I don't need should like it. It. I don't want you to look back and regret anything. It's just moving forward. So I, I also don't, I don't need to look back and be like, what if I had gone to the Disney audition? Oh yeah. And I would have, my life would have been so different because like it would have been, but also it is what it is now. And what, what, you know, like what? <laughs> and then what? Yeah. What's the end of that
1: sentence? It isn't. <laughs> it,
0: is, it isn't. <laughs> I didn't. what if could not have it's not going to change anything if my current
1: what about like do you do you think there is a multiverse like so there is a universe where you where your mom did take you to the Disney audition
0: Mm, no (laughs) you don't believe in that Uh, uh, I think I want to but nobody's (laughs) ever point blank asked me (laughs) so in my head I like can like half believe it, but I don't, I don't believe that it it, it exists. Yeah, what about you?
1: I don't know where I land on that. I, <sighs> it is an unknowable quantity. Yeah. I will never know if there's a multiverse. Sometimes I like to imagine, weirdly, I do like to imagine that there is a multiverse where like my life is so different where I'm like left home at like 16. And then I was like, I'm going to move to Iceland and raise a pack of dogs Mm. And then that's my life. And I like met like a beautiful Icelandic woman and we like <laughs> ha- grew a family together. And now we like you have a- dogs
0: and kids.
1: Yeah. And now my kids like run around with all of my huskies because mm. we raise huskies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sounds like a nice life. It does sound like a nice <laughs> life. It's like if if we believe in a multiverse, there is that me. Yeah. Probably.
0: It's nice to think about. I agree. And it's also funny because I don't necessarily believe in the multiverse, but I have two like half quarter beliefs that directly conflict with each other that I also still kind of believe. I like partially believe that all points in time are always happening. Mm. So like this conversation will happen in the future and has happened in the past. And it's just like always happening. Which doesn't make any sense, but I also, it does. But I understand it. And I also kind of believe in like past lives. Oh, yeah. But like, how could this conversation be happening if I was also a different, like a different person in a past life? This conversation existing at the same time and uh, before and after?
1: I don't think those are two opposing ideas. I think they can live together. Yeah. Because how could you be six years old living as a six year old and then also be having this conversation Mm. at all points in time, both things are true. Right. According to your first theory.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. So
1: then your second theory would totally also be able to happen because you would be a past life doing something and you would be six years old and you would be having this conversation with me all happening at the same
0: time. You're right. It does work. It totally works. Is that not, as you were describing, the six-year-old thing can exist at the same time as a past life can exist at the same time as this. Is that not the multiverse?
1: It's not because that's still a linear trajectory of your past life to current life. It's still a linear trajectory, even though you are all points in time.
0: What did we get ourselves into with this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> this is very different than an everybody ships us episode. <laughs> this is but
1: you know what? I like to have these conversations they're this fun, is fun,
0: yeah, it's absolutely just stretching the the mind you know it's it's not a practical conversation. It's not gonna change anything or no. really reveal that much, but it's a fun conversation. I am gonna look up what. String theory theory is. is. Yeah, because
1: we're probably not even close to what it actually is. What if we are, though? What if we are?
0: (laughs) In physics, string theory is a theoretical framework in which the point-like particles of particle physics are replaced by one-dimensional objects called strings. String theory describes how these strings propagate through space and interact with each other. Did that explain... Okay.
1: Amazing. The way that my brain is wrapping itself around this is that it's not a time theory, it's a space theory, but that your explanation of it was right. Mm. But that all points in space are connected.
0: Is that I have no idea. I like I still don't have an idea about this. <sighs> this I'm- is above my pay grade. What are some other things that could be called string theory but aren't string theory?
1: The theory that if you bite your string cheese, it makes you a serial killer. That is string theory. Yeah. By that framework, I would be a serial killer. Yeah. I've just gotten into the habit of just being hungry. Like when I go for my night cheese, which is my nightly string cheese that I have at like 9 p.m., (laughs) (laughs) I just bite it. I just eat it like it's a stick of cheese instead of like pulling it down. And I know that that's controversial and I know that's going to make a lot of people hate me, but I'm just hungry for my night cheese. So I just, biting it gives me more cheese
0: faster. I was angry at it. And then you (laughs) said hungry for my night cheese and I just got angrier
1: at that (laughs) sentence. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm hungry for my night cheese. Well,
1: you know, once you've had night cheese like 2-3 nights in a row, you start craving night cheese.
0: I feel like the more we talk about your night cheese and your night cheese habits of eating the cheese wrong, the more you're talking me into thinking that you are a serial killer. Like have you ever seen that um YouTube video llamas with hats? No. Challenger. <laughs> watch all of them all of them there are several okay it's like charlie the unicorn style oh my god wow nostalgia Uh, but one of the llamas is like murderous and the other one's like hey don't carl you ever you ever heard no oh wow absolutely this was a joke challenge or now it's a serious challenge oh okay i thought i always (laughs) said it was serious or considered it serious um but anyway, one of the at one point in one of the videos the the sensible llama says, Carl, you can't eat people. And then Carl's like, my tummy has the rumbly only hands could satisfy. And that's what Hungry for Night Cheese read as. Ah, now I do take umbrage with the fact that you said I eat cheese
1: wrong. Um I just wouldn't classify it like that. I will
0: say that it's probably
1: controversial. No, it's wrong.
0: Okay. Well. Because you're purchasing string cheese and not stringing the cheese. They have sticks of cheese that don't string. You could just buy those and then you'd be eating them correctly.
1: Yeah, but then the outside wouldn't be waxy like string cheese is. And that is, I like that. Does string cheese not slap? I don't like string cheese. You don't like string
0: cheese? No. I. Then I, why do you have such an issue with the way I eat it? I'm just, because it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, the cheese, The what you need to do with the cheese is in the name of the cheese.
1: Yeah, so it's implied, let's say. But they're being a little passive aggressive about it. They don't have instructions. And if they don't, say their boundaries, if they don't communicate their boundaries, I can't adhere to them. And it's sort of unfair for
0: them to expect me to. Here's the thing is I think that they they do have instructions because string cheese, I'm pretty sure, is just mozzarella cheese.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yes. But instead of calling cheese.
0: it a stick of mozzarella cheese, they call it string cheese. Well,
1: because mozzarella sticks are very different. They are fried mozzarella
0: sticks. They're fried string cheeses. Yeah. Where therefore you, you can't not string the cheese. It When it's melted, it strings itself. It's stringy. Itself. I'm just, I don't, I think that you know that you're wrong in this scenario, but well, you're really trying to f- find the right phrasing I, to make it.
2: I
1: just <laughs> would really like you to show me the directions on the packaging.
0: I don't think that they need to step by step instruct you like like a microwavable pizza, you know, like a microwave pizza you you put it in the microwave right,
1: and it says how long to put it in the microwave for on the packaging
0: yeah, but that's that's like details like the the, the fundamentally though that is a microwave pizza. a toaster strudel is a a toaster strudel, you can eat it cold, but you're eating it wrong.
1: Okay, let's talk about Pop-Tarts. Great. I don't put Pop-Tarts in the toaster oven, therefore they don't actually pop. Mm -hmm. I just eat them cold. Yeah, you're eating them wrong. I just don't think I'm eating them wrong. No, but you... I've always eaten
0: them that way. I prefer them that way. That is fine. A preference can be wrong. I don't think that preference is wrong. The, p- the picture on the box is them popping out of the toaster. Well,
1: it's them pop tarts, right? Or is there a toaster on there?
0: There's a toaster on there. Is there? Uh, I said that too confidently. <laughs> is there no toaster on the Pop-Tarts box? <laughs>
1: I don't think there is. But I don't know, maybe there is. Holy shit. (laughs) There's no toaster? No
0: toaster.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) I just think we've moved beyond toasters in a Pop Tart
0: world. (laughs) I'm really trying here.
1: Maybe the commercials do.
0: The commercials absolutely do. Yeah,
1: they definitely show them popping out of a Toaster, I will concede that for sure
0: listen i I also don't toast my pop tarts, uh-huh occasionally, I will, depending on the flavor, but I'm
1: also eating them wrong. You just want to classify it into right and wrong,
0: yeah, well, there are certain foods that don't have right and wrong, but there are certain foods that do <sighs> I just think that.
1: If we classify things as right and wrong, then we're assigning a moral quality to them when I just don't think that food has a morality.
0: I agree. But if food doesn't have a morality, why do you feel so strongly about pineapple on pizza? Fuck, you got me there. You really got me there. That is a good-ass point. In theory, food shouldn't. Food shouldn't have a morality, but it does, and we can't ignore that. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay, you're right. Food has a morality. Certain foods. You're right. Mm -hmm. Now, I will not say that I'm eating string cheese wrong unless there is specific directions on the package as to how to eat it.
0: Have you looked at the package before claiming that it has no specific instructions? No, I
1: have not at all. Mm. If there are instructions and I'm just like eating it willy-nilly... Where there's clear instructions, like, this is how you eat it right. Then I'll be like, yeah, I'm eating it wrong. But I just don't, I'm not willing to accept that responsibility unless
0: it's out there. That feels very straight, white, man You know, head Like technicality. Yeah. Like, well, you didn't say I can't do this. So technically I did nothing wrong.
1: Well, it's more about expressing boundaries.
0: Mm. So the cheese.
1: The cheese needs to, if it wants it to be eaten in a specific way, it really does need to communicate that to me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And then if I don't listen, then I'm doing it wrong. Then you're doing it wrong. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with that. I feel okay. pretty confident about that decision.
0: I disagree with that, <laughs> but I think we've spent too much time talking about string cheese. We really
1: have we've spent too much time here. Yeah. Yeah. We should leave. We should we should leave. Um However, if I have to have a challenger of watching llama videos, llamas then, with hats. Llamas with hats. Then I feel like you also need a challenger, but I don't know what that is. <sighs> Maybe it's to look up the cheese packaging. Do your work for you? It's not my work. It is now your work. Oh, my God. Because it's your challenger.
0: (laughs) The terrible challenger. I'm just going to go walk to the fridge. It's not in there anymore. We ran out. (gasps) No.
1: I'm going to go get more before tonight because I need my night cheese. Oh, my
0: God. Your night cheese.
1: (laughs) All right. Thanks for coming to the living room, (laughs) Jelly. Thanks for having me.
3: (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay, update on my challenger. I I think that I did it, it was a while ago, but I'm pretty sure that I shared three times and then I asked questions three times. It felt nice to know that like, there wasn't gonna be any judgment about whatever it is that we were speaking about. We could just say whatever we wanted to and it was gonna be received. It didn't feel for me as authentic, though, I guess, because a lot of the times that I was sharing or I was asking a question, it was over voice recording. I think ideally when I tell someone about my day or something that happened in my day or I'm asking them about their day, like, I, I want the connection of being in person and looking you in the eye as you're telling me things or as I'm telling you things, because then it feels more real and it feels more connected to me. I think that that was the only aspect that I didn't really like, but being able to like hear about what someone else's day was like and receiving that in a safe space and then also reciprocating that and telling someone about your time, like it was very positive, I think overall. And I really enjoyed sharing that vulnerability with you guys. But yeah, I did complete it. Uh, so no punishment here. Suck it, Shelly and Bonnie.
0: Excuse me? What did you just say? Are you serious? <laughs> no, now we have a problem. <laughs> no, we're going to take this outside right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> when I date, Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier.
1: Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley
0: Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at
1: everybodyshipsus
0: at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.